Conversations with Gary, a weekly podcast featuring the preaching and teaching ministry of Gary E. Wright. The music is provided by Doug Noonan and Renewal Band and is used with permission. My faith is in you, Lord. Welcome today to Conversations with Gary and so glad that you are with us. I want to talk about walking today. You know, I travel in countries all over the world, and one thing I've learned is that the majority of people uh, for transportation walk. I, I don't know if you know this, but only about one person out of 10 in the world owns a car. So if only one out of 10 in the world own a car, That means 9 out of 10 are doing something else besides driving their own car. And uh, they may be riding a bus, but they may be riding in uh, somebody else's car or a taxi or or a train uh, or something like that. But in all those instances, uh, when they get to some place close to their destination... They get out and walk. And in the Bible, Jesus walked all the time. Um, Very uh, few times do you ever find he or his disciples ever uh, writing, and they usually walked. In fact, Jesus did some of his best ministry, I believe, walking to and from public ministry events. So, today we're going to take a walk with Jesus, and it's a good walk, and I don't know if you walk with anyone, Uh, my wife likes to walk, now I can't walk anymore, and so I often ride my scooter right beside her as she's walking, and and that way we can talk. Uh, Walking and talking is really a a wonderful thing. If you're walking with someone you like and you want to hear what they have to say. And so that's the occasion today. Uh, And in Luke 24 and verses 14 and 15, the message, it says that there were two men who were walking And they were in deep conversation going over all the things that had happened. And in the middle of their talk, Jesus came up and walked along with them, but they were not able to recognize him. Now, I've learned this about Jesus. If you start talking about him, then often he shows up. You say, you mean he shows up physically? Well, what I mean is his presence will come. Now, if you are not walking with Jesus on a regular basis, that may not make any sense to you. But if you are a follower of Christ, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you talk about him, the presence of Christ will often come. And I find it interesting. Uh, these two fellows are talking about what happened, 
And they're really not talking in positive ways because the scripture says that as they were talking, that uh, they were really talking kind of negative. Now, I think when we talk about Jesus, uh, wonderful things can happen because he will show up. For instance, I remember in my first pastorate, we had so many brand new Christians. And there's one thing about new Christians and also people whose lives have been drastically changed by him. If, if you have someone that, that has really messed up their life and made wrong choices or someone sinned against them and really injured them, and Jesus changes their life, which he does, I, I've found those folks are so grateful that they really don't like talking about anything else but Jesus. Uh, Jesus talk is easy, and some people who are not really into that Jesus talk find them to be rather obnoxious because all they want to talk about is Jesus. And uh, they're exciting to be around from my point of view, but not everybody sees it that way. And I remember that in my pastorate, as soon as church was over, they would disappear to a restaurant and they would all get coffee and, and those who hadn't ate would eat. And, and, the, and almost always the conversation was about Jesus and who had recently come to Christ and how God had answered prayer. And they just, they were really excited and they were fun for me to be around. And they were doing this in a restaurant and a lady in a booth near them overheard them talking. Now, I have learned that if you do not walk with Jesus, if you have not asked him into your heart and you overhear the gospel, you hear Jesus talk going on, it's kind of a, kind of a dangerous thing for you. Because if you overhear the gospel, in other words, you, nobody's speaking to you directly and you're just listening in, wow, we don't have our normal defenses up for that. <laughs> and, and, and we also often listen intently and we're more open to it. And that's what happened to this lady. She overhears the gospel. She overhears Jesus talk at the next table at the restaurant and and things aren't going well in her life you know she'd been married several times and and uh, those marriages hadn't worked out struggles with her children struggle with her finances struggle with her vocation and she hears these people who are passionately talking and finally uh, she's a bit bold <laughs> and, and she interrupted him and said, what is it that you're talking about? Well, <laughs> they wanted to talk about Jesus, especially to someone who maybe uh, didn't know that much about him. And boy, they told, they told her and they said, you know, every Sunday morning at 1030 down at the corner of fifth and Oak, uh, Jesus shows up, you know, <laughs> and, and you know what? The next Sunday, she came. And I got a little picture of her here. Her name is Lois. And I'll never forget, after the service, I was the back door. And 
I noticed that when I asked any, if anybody wanted to pray and ask God to forgive them of their sin and, and give their life to him and he come into their life, uh, which is how a person becomes a Christian, uh, she raised her hand that she had prayed and done that. And so at the back door, I, I, I got acquainted with her and I invited her to come to my office that week so we could uh, talk a little bit more and find out about what she understood about the Lord. Well, when she came to my office, I found out she didn't really understand very much at all. She didn't understand what we had done on Sunday morning when we prayed. And so we had a great time of getting acquainted and talking about Jesus. And I asked her if she really wanted to have him in her life, and she did. And and she asked the Lord to forgive her of all of her sins and come into her life, and he did. And she started a journey with the Lord that, uh, well... That was quite a while ago in the in the mid-70s, and she's still faithfully walking with Jesus. And in one of the Bible studies, she met a guy who was having his struggles, and he 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 grew up in a Christian home, but he, he had taken a detour away from all that. And his name was Doug, and they they later got married. And it's amazing. Uh, they ended up being the first missionaries of the organization that I uh, now serve and have for over 30 years. They were our very first people who wanted to go to another country to share Christ. And the way they did it, in his dad's backyard, they built their own 48-foot boat, steel-hauled boat. They called it Daystar. And when they got it all finished, they put it on a trailer and hauled it down to Grand Traverse Bay in Michigan and put it in the water. And my wife and I went up there and prayed over it. And I'd never christened a boat before, or I don't think I've done one since. And and, and we christened that as being God's boat. And they got in it. And, you know... They had welded every seam of that boat. Uh, Doug's father, who was a professional welder, had done that, along with Doug. There wasn't one leak, which I found totally amazing. I can't imagine what it it would have sunk if I had done it. And and, uh, they put it in uh, Lake Michigan, and then they headed east and motored down the Hudson at the Statue of Liberty, made a right turn, went all the way to the Caribbean, and then started going from island to island and taking uh, humanitarian supplies and, and, and talking about Jesus, just like Lois had overheard uh, other people talking about Jesus. And they did that until they retired. And uh, it, it's been amazing. You, you hear people talk about Jesus, good things happen. Now, why would I say all this? There's some of you who know about Jesus, and we need to talk about him. (laughs) We need to talk to other people about what Jesus means to us. It it, it seems to be a missing ingredient in in the lives of people who claim to be followers of Christ today. We we need to talk about him. (laughs) 
Here's these two guys on the road headed to a town, their hometown of Emmaus in the Gospel of Luke. And they're all discouraged because they watched or heard about Jesus being crucified on the cross. And then Jesus comes up and walks with them. I want to remind you, you talk about him, he just might show up. He usually does. And it says, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. And as he was talking to them, <laughs> it says, they stood there long-faced. <laughs> I remember one time in, in this same building where I'm at, uh, in another office, a, a man came to talk to me, and, and he was having marital problems. And I remember when he came in and sat down, you know, his face looked longer. <laughs> he was so sad, you know, and he was so troubled. And that's what the Bible says. These two guys, they were so troubled uh, that uh, their faces were, it says, they had long faces. They were sad. The Bible often describes things. And Jesus said, what, what are you guys talking about? And they, And one of them speaks to Jesus, and he's not very respectful. You know, he doesn't know he's talking to Jesus. Um, and he says, are you the only one in Jerusalem who hasn't heard what happened? <laughs> and he had an attitude. <laughs> you know what? Most of us have talked to God at some point in our life with an attitude. Uh, we're angry with him, upset. His timing was poor. He didn't rescue us like we thought he should. He didn't answer the prayer the way we thought he should. You know, uh, uh, God always answers prayer. It's either yes, no, or not now. And when it's not what we are looking for, uh, we are often upset with him and we say things or think things. And, and Jesus said that God hears our thoughts. And that our thoughts can be sinful. <laughs> but, you know, just uh, just having an attitude, being upset with him, I don't think it phases him very much. He's got pretty broad shoulders. And I think when we're upset with him and we kind of tell him off, oh, I think we ought to feel guilty. But I think from his point of view, it doesn't change his attitude about us at all. Because he already knew we would act like we act. And Jesus said, well, what's happening? And, and their attitude was, wow. You, the only one around here, doesn't know what's been going on? And it says, as Jesus walked along with them, he not only walked along with them, but he walked them through the Bible. It says, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself, Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? He starts explaining and walking through the Bible, showing all the evidences and the proofs, meaning things that were said about him many, many years before he ever walked this earth, and that he as a Messiah had to do 
in order to fulfill the scriptures, and he did them all. And that's a ra rather wonderful study all on its own. And he explains all that to him, all the proofs showing that he was the true son of God and, uh, and the Messiah. Now, when they got to their hometown of Emmaus, uh, Jesus started to walk on and they stopped him and said, come in and have supper with him, with this. Now, things were going on in their mind and in their heart while Jesus talked, and we'll find that out in a few moments. It says Jesus sat down at the table with them, and he reached over and he took the bread. And in their culture, in their world, uh, they always had bread at every meal. And he blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Now, I'm a strong proponent that if you want to talk to someone about serious things, invite them to a meal. It's a kind thing to do. Sit down with them at the table. And if you want to talk to somebody about Jesus, first of all, talk to them about them and find out what's going in their life going on in their life and if you've been living the life for Jesus they will often ask you a question and they will often ask you to even talk about Jesus and so i want to encourage you do what Jesus did and invite people to come and sit with you at the table now these people invited him but usually, he was sitting at the table, and he invited people to come. He, he especially invited people to come sit with him who were not religious people, who were often considered uh, by others criminals or really sinful people. That's who Jesus hung out with. He said that's the reason he came and walked on earth, is because he wanted to help people who whose lives were broken, he said. He wanted to set captives free. He, he wanted to heal the brokenhearted. And he couldn't do that if he wasn't with them, at least while he walked this earth. And so he sat down at the table, and as he broke the bread, they finally realized, oh my, it's Jesus himself. And they, it says they recognized him. And suddenly he was gone. And they said to each other, Wow, were not our hearts on fire as Jesus talked with us? Now they didn't mean that there was actually a physical fire. <laughs> and I don't think this is just your normal heartburn. <laughs> I don't think it's that, but it, it meant that inside of their, 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 their soul, inside their being, wow, they really felt something. And let me tell you, you get in the presence of Jesus, you'll feel something. I remember a, a gal who had grown up in church and... Then she took a detour away from Jesus and the church. 
And she stayed that way all of her adult life. And then one day her family got in trouble and and, and, and a gal that kept coming to be her client kept talking to her about coming to church. And when her family had trouble, she finally said, yeah, I'll come. And uh, she walked into church and the music was already playing because she was late. I don't think she was just real feeling real confident about going to church, you know, which a lot of folks, if you haven't gone, you know, people say, well, if I go, the roof will fall in. I think that was kind of her situation. She walks in with her daughter and I will never forget what she said. I walked in and the music was going, but she said, as I walked into the church, I felt the presence of Jesus and said to myself, oh, wow, that I forgot what the presence of God felt like. I found that an amazing situation. He's real. He really is. And he wants to talk to you and he wants to be with you. And he wants his presence to guide and change your life. He really does. It says that these fellows, they felt something inside. Something that really excited them. In fact, even though they just walked seven miles between Jerusalem and, and Emmaus, they, they turned around and said they didn't waste a minute. And they were up and on their way to Jerusalem. They found the eleven meaning the 11 disciples, gathered and talking away. The two went over everything while they were saying this, in other words, talking about meeting Jesus, Jesus appeared to them. <laughs> Remember I said, you talk about him, he shows up. He really does. I dare you to try it. <laughs> you know? And when Jesus shows up, he changes lives. And he changed their lives. And for the rest of their lives, I'm sure, knowing situations like this, they probably described over and over hundreds of times how walking between Jerusalem and Emmaus, Jesus came and walked with them and walked them through the Bible. I'm sure those, those scriptures he talked to them about Never left their memories, ever. And so, I want to encourage you today. Do you walk with Jesus? Do you allow him to walk with you? The Bible says he chose you, and he chose you to be uh, your best friend. But you have a choice. You don't have to walk with him. He won't force you. He will not at all. But he wants to walk with you every place you go. And he wants to talk to you. He wants to guide your life. And the question is, will you give him a chance? <laughs> and if you want to have him walk and talk with you, all you do is invite him to come in and you say, I, I really want you in my life. 
and you apologize to him for the sinful things that the Bible says all of us have done. And when you invite him in, it really needs to be, I want to do things your way. Uh, this isn't about just escaping bad things on earth and in eternity. This is about choosing to live according to the teachings of Jesus, trying to do everything he said and did yourself and myself. That's called being a disciple. When you try to walk in the footsteps of Jesus, so to speak, what he said, what he did. <laughs> now, I find it interesting that these two guys on the road, the moment they found out that, man, they'd been talking to Jesus and how they felt inside, the very first thing they want to do is go tell somebody. That's what I found out people who've met Jesus do. They have to tell somebody. Now, why? Because it's the most exciting thing any of us have ever had happen to us. When we have Jesus in our life and when he walks with us and talks with us, it's the absolute best days of our life. Even on a bad day, it's still the best thing that's ever happened to us. And if you don't believe that, I dare you to try it. Because you'll find he's wonderful. He really is. And, and you know, I call this uh, thing that they did when they run back into town, I call it the witness cycle. And I didn't come up with this. Uh, I don't know who did. And, and if you're watching and you came up with it, you let me know and I'll give you credit, okay? God does something. And we experience what he did. For them, he showed up and walked them through the Bible. He sat down at the table. And, and they, their lives would never be the same again. Because they wanted to follow him. They experienced him. And when you experience him, we want to tell somebody what happened. And when you tell somebody what happened, just like they went in and found the 11, they told what happened, he does something again. He showed up. <laughs> and, and, and then they went and told the whole world. <laughs> and they, they scattered all over the earth telling people uh, because they had talked with Jesus and he had walked with them. And they had to physically walk and they went uh, some of them went by boat, sometimes by cart and horse. You know, the I, I tell people, uh, I was born in 1951, but I'm a high mileage 1951 model because I've spent my entire life traveling this earth because I'm one of the people we're talking about. I, I want to tell everybody I know, about Jesus. That's why you're watching me. I wanted to tell you about Jesus. And if you know him, you're going to want to know, tell somebody else about him. He's wonderful. He changed my life and he wants to change every life. His plan is 
the Bible says that before we were ever born, he had a plan to come into our life when our greatest time of need, forgive us of our sin, come into our heart and mind and change us and transform us and help us to be the best person we could ever be. But we had to give him a chance. I, I want to pray for you right now. And if you need to ask Jesus to forgive you, or if you've made, like I described a couple of people today, a detour from him, come on home. Okay? Come on home. Give yourself a chance. Walk and talk with Jesus. I've never heard anybody say, I'm sorry. I gave my life to Jesus, but I've heard hundreds say, I sure wish I'd done it sooner. Jesus, someone here, someone here who's listening and watching, listening or watching this particular episode of Conversations needs to ask forgiveness and invite you in their heart. Uh, friend, if that's what needs to happen, ask him right now. He's listening. Give yourself a chance. And Lord, help us to accept the forgiveness you have given. Because sometimes we can't forgive ourselves, and it gets in the way of accepting the fact that you've forgiven us. And Lord, if we've experienced you, Give us the courage to go tell somebody. Because if we go tell them, probably you're going to show up. And then we got even more to tell. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for being so faithful. I want to say to you right now, bless you. In the name of Jesus, walk and talk with Jesus. You will not be sorry. Thanks for listening or watching Conversations with Gary. listening to this episode of Conversations with Gary E. Wright. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast. If you'd like to see more, you can visit worldrenewal.org and click on Conversations with Gary to see all of our podcasts and videocasts. You can also click around to see all the ministries at World Renewal, as well as make a donation to support Conversations with Gary by clicking the Donate button. That website address again is worldrenewal.org, worldrenewal.org. Thanks again for listening.